0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Let's talk to my good buddy, Ephraim Salaam, longtime NFL player, played in the Super Bowl, lives in rainy Southern California. The rest of the country really cares about our weather problems. E, what's up, buddy?
2: What's happening? How you doing?
1: Did you get yourself like a you know, an arc yet, just in case it doesn't stop, and we gotta get some animals in there and stuff, and just you know, ride it out.
2: Yeah, man, this is crazy.
1: I've, I've, I've never seen anything like it.
2: I, I know. I bought a just in case.
1: <laughs> um, let's start with uh, with Lions Packers, and I'm just curious. I mean, what a what a football game, and what a season by the Detroit Lions. Obviously. Aaron Rodgers plays quarterback, and so he's in a position, unlike you and most guys who, who play or played in the NFL, where he can play. He can, t- he can play longer, right? He's going to take less abuse. But in general terms, Ephraim, for you, for the guys you knew, as you contemplate when it's right to retire, what are the things that go into your brain? And if you have any insight in, in guys like Aaron Rodgers, who obviously have a lot of influence over their teams, what might go into their decision-making as they try to figure out when it's time to hang it up?
2: if they enjoy doing it anymore, you know, at some point it becomes a grind and you've sacrificed so much of, of your life and dedicated it to the game that, you know, Aaron Rodgers always shown in the offices, he has so much other things he likes to be involved with. And if you are, if you're ready to step away because you're not, you're not in love with it, or having the fun that you used to have doing it, and you find that fun and that solace and that comfort in other things. Then that's when you decide, hey, maybe I should do those other things.
1: E from Salam hanging out here on here on the show. It was a really interesting NFL season and a tragic one almost. And thank God. Um, where Hamlin is doing, it seems to be is is doing better. I want to talk about the games that are coming up, but just very very quickly on on Hamlin, you played that sport at a high level. What was your reaction? I'm assuming at home, watching that moment in in real time as somebody that played the game.
2: It felt it felt like my soul left my body. It was um, it was traumatic. It was traumatic watching them collapse like that, and then, you know, hearing that they're trying to resuscitate him, it, it 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 just it shook me in a way where, you know, the game I love and in the sport that I love, we made the decision as parents, my wife and I, not to let allow our our, our children to play, our boys to play, and, you know, you can't protect them from from everything. But I just kept thinking about his mom and his dad, and in that moment, if that was my child, how I would have felt, and it was it it, it brought me to tears.
1: You from Slama here on the show. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that about the decision that that, that you guys had, had made. That's I mean, that's, yeah. given your history, that's a what you did for a living. That's really interesting.
2: Yeah, it's just it's the the level of pain that comes with it, um, it, it just as a parent you want to protect you want to try to protect your your children from 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 being hurt or or it, like of course we can't protect them from everything and of course you know it, that sounds good in theory but you know the chronic pain that I wake up with every day and the things that I had to go through I don't want my my boys to experience that.
1: E, for his teammates, for members of the Bills and the Bengals, when playoff football rolls around, and I know you have to speculate here because as far as I know, you've never been on a team where something like that has happened. But do you, how does it impact what they're going through when they play these games? Or, or, or are they able to, it sounds so insensitive, but for lack of a better term, are they able to not dwell on that when they're actually playing football? What, How does that impact these guys going forward? They're actually on the field for yes, that day.
2: Well, it'll, it'll it'll impact them for the rest of their lives. It's PTSD. When you see something like that. That's why you saw those players on both sides uh, of of the field. You saw the pain and the devastation that they had on that Monday night. And you know that's not something that you can just wipe away. That's why you know I commend the players and the coaches for not wanting to continue that game. And then the NFL had to come in and say, hey, we're going to cancel the game. But it's going to be with them, you know, for for the rest of their lives. Um, But, you know, knowing that their teammate, their brother, their friend is getting better, that's what you lean on. Because DeMar Hamlin is responsive and he's interacting with the team and he's telling the team, go out there and win it all for me. Like, that's where you pour your energy into now. Uh, even for uh, opponents and in, in the, in, in, in the Bengals and anybody who's playing the sport, you realize in that moment what we saw last week, just how much you're willing to sacrifice as a player to play this game. Now, that was a one-off, and that was something that, you know, I, I, I mean, the chances that I happen again are whatever the outrageous number is. But you're still willing to put it all out there on the line for your teammates, a game that you love. But like, so that that's where you they they turn to moving forward and playing in the playoffs
1: you from Slom here on the show. It feels so weird to talk about the NFL even now, but but I'm going to do it. Given the fact we have playoff games coming up, and um, and the reality of um, of the fact that these these have to be these have to be played, I'm just I'm I'm curious, and I'll give my own perspective on this. I found it hard to watch NFL games over the last I don't know. Even over the weekend, it was a little bit easier for me, and we, we're, we're working to get, the, get Ephraim back. We just lost him. It was a little bit easier for me to to watch games over the weekend. I'll, Ephraim's back with us. Eo is saying I found it almost hard to watch games over the weekend, but it it felt a little more, a little less weird, strange, wrong. I don't know what the term is. And I'm assuming by next weekend, most people will be back to, to, to watching games, but that's still in the back of our minds. And, and so that's my way of transitioning to talk about the games, even though it feels a little weird to do that. When you look at the NFC picture, you have an Eagles team that has a quarterback who's who's back but has been injured. You've got a Niners team as the two seed that has a a, a rookie quarterback and, and not a highly drafted one though he's played very well. And at least for me, I'm not a big believer in Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott in, in postseason games. How do you categorize the NFC playoff picture in terms of how many teams you like or, or believe in?
2: Well, um, I like Philly, and I like the Niners. <laughs> that's it, right? Uh, yeah, that, that, that's what you get. But I, I, I tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see because we have a, a, a Tom Brady-led Buccaneers team that has drugged their limp bodies uh, uh, across the the playoff line, and now there's an interesting matchup there that that, that I believe, you know, it's going to be compelling and people want to see, uh, um, you know, that them in, in, in Dallas is going to be, that's going to be a, a big game. You know, whether you believe and trust in them or not, uh, you know, Tom Brady in the in the second season, which is what I call the playoffs, has been miraculous. And so now you're in a position where you have these matchups, and, you know, no one trusts the Minnesota Vikings, but now you have the upstart New York Giants with Brian Dayball and an opportunity to continue with what he instilled in this team the first week. I think it's compelling. I, I can't wait to see it.
1: Ephraim Slam here on the show. Ephraim, let's say the Bucks beat the Cowboys or any other game that creates some momentum for a team that, that – that maybe didn't have any, the Jaguars maybe as an example, if they, if they beat the Chargers, to what degree, if any, do, do you think that the idea of momentum, the idea of, of, of winning some games late in the year or, or continuing that in the postseason can actually make a team that hasn't been consistently good in the regular season formidable in the second season, as you called it?
2: Well, well, we saw it with the 9-7 and Giants versus the 18-0 and um Patriots if you if you get on a roll and the whole organization believes that you guys have a shot and you can do it it's dangerous when i when we were fourteen and two uh, in Atlanta and we went to the super Bowl like we we didn't we won eleven games in a row up into the Super Bowl. We didn't care who we played. We believed that we could do it. Uh, the, we had to buy our division around. We had our much, you know, for, for whatever reason, at, Atlanta and San Francisco were in the same in the same division, and it, it was, you know, it was it was a rivalry on our part, not theirs. They always beat us. But they had to come to the uh, to the Georgia Dome, and we beat them. And we had to go to Minnesota, who had the number one offense in the history of the world. Randy Moss was his rookie year, and Randall Cunningham, we beat them. So you can go on a roll just with the belief of those guys in the locker room.
1: Hey, e from Salaam on the show. E, last question for you. Way too early, maybe not too early. Give me your, give me your Super Bowl uh, showdown prediction a month out.
2: Uh, The the Niners and the Chiefs. Yeah, me too.
1: You got Mahomes getting a second ring?
2: Yeah. Is he better than Aaron Rodgers? I don't know, man. I don't know. That Niners defense is crazy.
1: (laughs) It's good. It's really good. If Mahomes gets a second ring, already a a higher-ranked all-time quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? Yes. It's crazy, man. Yes. It's, I love you from Slum. Eat! You're the man, buddy. Thanks for uh, happy Monday. Thanks for being on the show. Watch that rain.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.